Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Today, our title is Story Detox. So a couple things. Uh, the stories we tell ourselves really guide our life and the results that we're getting. So we're going to talk about the cycle of what happens when you tell yourself a story. Uh, and we're going to talk about three steps of how you can change that story, because ultimately that's the only choice or control that you have. Uh, I'll tell you about two big challenges that come when you're starting this work. Uh, I'll, I'll key you in on this. If you're, if you're just beginning this work, there's a couple things to think about as we go through. Um, and then, you know, we're just going to talk about how do you get started? Uh, it's a skill or, or, uh, a talent that anybody can develop, uh, but I'll, I'll help you kind of set you on the journey of success here. You may want to take some notes for this. There's a lot of insights and aha moments that, that come through and check out in the description. We have a link. I'll tell you all about it in the episode, but it's for our life on purpose program. If you are interested in joining us in the future, don't forget to sign up there. Okay. Awesome. Enjoy. All right, so I have quite a bit of moving parts in this episode for you today. So we are talking about story detox. Okay, a couple things. Uh, I'm referencing a podcast that we did not too long ago, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the date on it, but we talked about the idea of Shenpa. So S-H-E-N-P-A. So basically the essence of Shenpa is that there, um, when we have a feeling or emotion, uh, that there is an energy behind it. And usually this is couched in labels of negative or bad. Okay. So I just want you to know that because we're going to reference that a couple times. So there's a cycle that happens. Um, let's say, um, you have a story that you're telling yourself in your head and it fuels this Shenpa. Okay. Um, so for example, uh, the story could be that maybe the, uh, a driver cuts you off in traffic and that just really irks you, right? So the event was the driver, but the Shenpa energy behind it is what irks you. Okay. Um, and then you, ha maybe you have a, an, another example is maybe at the end of the day, your significant other comes in and they're having a moment, uh, you know, something terrible happened to them. They have their own story. They're bringing it to you. They're, they're in their emotions, uh, and them having a moment kind of triggers you. So there's Shenpa in you because they're having a moment. Or perhaps you're going throughout life and much like I did, um, last week, I just had a, a moment of profound loneliness. Uh, it just kind of snuck up on me one morning. Uh, so you feel loneliness and there's this energy behind that feeling. So the, the cycle starts with the story that's happening in your head. Uh, usually an event comes and there's a story attached to that. Then the second part of the cycle is that there's an emotional undertow. Uh, it's kind of like a rip current. It grabs you and it pulls you and it surprises you. And you, you, unless you have some training to get out of that undertow or rip current, it, it takes you away. Okay. And then the third part of the cycle is that there's some sort of consequence or result. Okay. If you've ever seen the stick chick model, this is based on that. 
So let's say a driver cuts you off in traffic, you feel angry, and then, you know, uh, maybe, maybe you swear a little bit or worse, right? I was listening to somebody the other day um, telling a story about uh, really heavy traffic and uh, basically it was um, a road rage incident that happened. You know, I, I hope that doesn't work like that for you, um, but you know, it, it could. Uh, let's say, you know, your significant other is having that moment and they say something or do something and you feel hurt by it. The rip current comes and it, and you just feel that, that hurt. And because you're feeling hurt, you say or do something. Okay. So you get an, a consequence or a result. And then, you know, here's your significant other having a moment and you get hurt. So now you're both hurting each other. You're kind of in that subconscious mind to subconscious mind, the no fun zone. Okay. Or let's say you're feeling that loneliness and uh, the rip current of loneliness takes you and you kind of dive into it. And maybe the result is that you overeat or you're just uh, aggressive with other people throughout the day. Okay. And then after this cycle, usually what happens is you get the post Shenpa Shenpa which is the blame, shame, and guilt because of how you just reacted. It's like this chain reaction event that happens over and over and over again. It just keeps giving birth. Anybody else recognize this? Yeah, if you're, if you're any, any sort of awake person, and, and I hope that you are because that's the, the listener that we attract to this podcast, uh, then yeah, you, you should be getting in touch with that cycle. So we just literally, um, a couple days ago, we just finished our latest course in life on purpose. Uh, it was really, really a, a neat one. We've done this class. Well, I guess it's not really a class. It's a three month course, if you will. And we've done it about 15 times now. Uh, and in that course, we talk about things like perception, uh, drama, um, perfection, being world famous, forgiveness, gratitude, attitude, and so much more. But really the essence of what we're doing in that course is we're, we're stopping changing the story in order to get a different result. So we're learning all of these skills, tools, and strategies, putting them into practice every single day so that we can just pause change the story that we're telling ourselves and actually see a difference in our life. Uh, th this last time we just had an, an awesome, amazing group of individuals that came and I can't even tell you how much fun we had the whole time uh, when we were with each other. Uh, encouragement and support uh, as we were doing this together. Um, it, it was just so fun. So I, I tell you that because, you know, I share some stuff here on the podcast with you, but I also want you to know uh, you know, you can take everything that I share with you and if you really enter into it and you practice it and you do it, your life will change and transform. And that's typically when you're doing something that's individual or by yourself. When you add that into a group of people who are also doing that, you amplify or magnify or accelerate your growth. So I'm going to put in the description, uh, a link to the wait list for our next life on purpose program. Here's the kicker. 
I'm pretty sure we're the earliest we're going to do this program is probably fall of 2021. Uh, it's going to be a while because we just ended up and we've got other things that, that we want to open up. However, if you're interested in that program, go follow the link, just input your information. Um, and then once I know when I'm going to launch and, and what we're going to do, I will send you an email. Uh, basically just put your, your, your name down to say, yep, I'm, I'm interested. You're not signing up. You're not registering. You're not paying. Just go to that link and say, yes, I want to do this. And if you are somebody who has participated in our life on purpose program, uh, for any of the past 15 times, and you want to go through and redo that again, we're, we're, I did try an alumni pricing this last time. Um, and we had several people that went through as alumni and they got so much more out of it. Uh, so if you're an alumni of the life on purpose or what, what was previously called empowerment mentoring, whether you had it on conference calls or recordings of any kind, you can go on the wait list and say, yes, I'm interested. Uh, and maybe after your name, just put in parentheses alumni. Okay. Awesome. Okay. All right. So we're, we just talked about this cycle. You have the story that fuels that Shampa energy. You've got the emotional undertow and you've got the consequence. Here's the kicker. You cannot change the emotional undertow or the consequence. That once, once you're feeling the emotional undertow, once you've been taken out by that rip current, guess what? Everything after that is reflex. Whatever has been built in you from the past is going to happen again. You cannot change number two and three of the cycle, only number one. Now, sometimes when I talk to people, they say, well, I just need to sh change that energy. That Shempa is, is really the problem. It's, it, there's something wrong with me uh, that I'm having the, this kind of negative energy. Well, Shempa isn't the problem. It's really your ignorance of Shenpa. So what that means is that, you know, you're, you're, you have fallen asleep somewhere. You have forgotten uh, that you have power and freedom. So really we want to wake up and realize, again, you're your own superhero. So how do you do that? Well, I'm glad you asked. So I have three steps for you. Now, they're very simple. And they're also not easy. Okay. So the first step is acknowledging that you're hooked. Okay. So just acknowledging that something is happening right now. Uh, and, and the more that you can include humor in that, right. So, um, you know, I, I had to get to the point where I realized that I was being triggered a lot during, um, traffic or, or just driving, uh, or, you know, things like people not putting on their blinker before they break. Uh, and, and so I had to acknowledge that that was bothering me. And once I got to the point where I acknowledged it, but I laughed about it, that laughter was almost, um, disintegrating that, that negative Shenpa energy. So acknowledge that you're hooked and do it with humor if you can. And the second thing is to pause. So I'm a big fan of taking three deep breaths before you say or do anything. Uh, usually if you take three deep breaths, you get through a full 90 seconds, which research shows us that uh, emotions or energy in motion comes to us uh, in about 90 second cycles. So that gets you through most of the 90 seconds and really feel your feelings. 
Uh, but do it in a in a an attitude of being open, willing, and curious. So we're not trying to deny our feelings. We're not trying to cover them up, and we're not trying to fight them. Uh, we're we're not trying to go around them. Uh, we really want to go through our feelings. So as much as you can have self compassion and kindness as you're feeling that feeling, just allow the the energy to flow through. And then the third thing is really to relax and release. So we're moving on. Uh, one thing that I found with certain personality types is that they find that this, uh, when they enter into trying to do this, it's like it's a competition, right? I'm going to somehow compete and win at this whole processing emotion thing. That adds extra energy to what we're doing. Really, we want this to be a gentle process it's like, it's no big deal. All right. So I had a feeling of anger come because somebody didn't put their blinker on. I'm going to laugh at that. I'm going to feel that anger for just a minute. I'm going to allow that emotion to pass through me and treat it as if it's no big deal, right? Because again, we don't want to put that post Shempa Shempa of blame, shame, and guilt onto the situation. Okay. Now, Again, those are three very simple, but not easy steps. Uh, there are two big challenges that I find uh, for me and also with a lot of my clients as we're doing this. So the first one is just the idea of embracing this restless energy. That is a challenge. Uh, most people will shy away from that challenge because they say, Michelle, I've got so much stress and so much happening in my life right now. You have no idea. Like to sit for 90 seconds and to think about, you know, my anger, I'm sorry, but I've got other things I need to do, right? So embracing that restless energy really takes practice. Uh, it reminds me of a preschooler who's learning social emotional skills. Uh, and preschoolers, if you've never really spent a lot of time with them, uh, one of the biggest issues that a preschooler has is property rights. Uh, that toy is mine, right? And so learning how to work it within life with other people uh, can be very difficult. So it's when we're trying to start this practice, we have to remember it's a practice. It's a skill. Sometimes you're going to get it. Sometimes you're not. And that's okay. And the second thing that I find actually most often, especially as people really enter into this process, is that they have what I call detox symptoms. So what that means is that you're, you're going about, you're realizing, oh, yes, I'm, I'm telling myself a story. Okay, I'm going to stop telling myself a story. Okay, uh, now because I'm, I'm changing it, because I'm, I'm forgiving the other person, or maybe I'm just identifying, whoa, this is their thing, this is not my thing, or, um, you know, you're identifying the four pillars of drama. You're going through, you're changing your story, and because of that, guess what? You feel different. And yes, you're going to have a different consequence. However, sometimes as you're going through this detox process, Feeling different doesn't feel good. It's very unfamiliar. It's uncomfortable. And it doesn't feel the same. So it feels weird because you're, you're on a new path. And a lot of people get freaked out by that. They know the pain that they were in before, but this feels a lot weird. It's, it's just different. And so 
that's a part of the process. I want you to know that because if that's happening to you, that's normal. It's okay. It's not a big deal. Uh, and the more that you keep going, eventually, uh, we lose our appetite for getting hooked on things. And then we really feel horrible when we do. Okay. I was just talking to somebody the other day and she went through our spiritual weight loss journey and she said, oh my gosh, the last month has been just amazing. And she said, you know, the, but I really find that I'm having peace a good majority of the time. However, when I don't, it feels absolutely horrible. And I said, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, when you go and you get glasses for the first time, I remember when I was a, a teenager, I got glasses for the first time and I was like, oh my gosh, there's like leaves on that tree. Right. Uh, and then when you don't wear your glasses after a while, you realize, oh, I can't see, but see before you had glasses, you didn't think anything of it. This was just what you felt, what you knew. Then you put the glasses on and you're like, oh, there's a whole wide world out there. That's kind of how it works with this, this kind of deep internal work is that changing your story, putting those glasses on helps you to see the world in this peace, love, joy, kind of harmonious way. And when you have those moments, when you don't have your glasses on, so you revert back to the old story, it doesn't feel good. Okay. However, because you've been practicing and really sticking with it, you get to that point and you know, oh, I know exactly what I need to do to transform this. So it's a lot quicker of a change. Uh, one thing I would highly suggest, though, if you're going to enter into this is that you start small. And what that means is usually it helps when you're starting on these things, when you're working with strangers, right? When you um, are not working with special relationships. So uh, strangers... Traffic, traffic is a good thing. Traffic, if somebody steals your parking space, you know, it's, there's lots of emotion, um, that are, is personal emotion, if you will. There's, there's not a pattern that you have with that driver. So it's easier to work with that. So once you become adept at using these, these three steps with strangers, then you can start to apply them to other more quote unquote major issues, such as, you know, um, patterns or habits that you have maybe with your parents or your children or, or a spouse. Okay. So really we're looking at, you know, working with lightweight to heavyweight. So keep it simple first, get really good at using that skill and then start applying it to other things. Okay. Now here's the thing. One thing is for sure that the future is really uncertain. Okay. And the only way to handle it is really by this story work. Okay. Now, listen, you might win a fortune in the future, or you might lose everything. You might uh, buy a new house or your house might burn down. You might, uh, you know, have increasing health in your life, or you might contract an incurable illness. You might grow a family or you might lose a loved one. Uh, we could have global health or we could have global death. Who knows what is going to happen in the future? But I promise you this, that if you practice this story work now, you're going to be prepared for whatever comes in the future. 
If you do not do this now, whatever craziness is in the future is going to derail you. You'll tell yourself a story. You'll feel that Shempa energy. You'll have the emotional undertow and there will be a consequence. That is a guarantee. Okay. So acknowledge that you've been hooked, pause, feel your feelings, gently release them. It's no big deal. And we're just moving on. Okay. And the more that you can do that with wisdom, with kindness, with compassion and humor, the better off you're going to be. Okay. So again, if you would like to join us, uh, whenever we launch our next life on purpose program, follow the link, just input your name and, and information in there. And remember, if you've gone through the program before, um, when you put in your name, you know, your, your first and last name, go ahead and put in parentheses alumni. So I know that you have a, a special offer for that as well. Okay. Awesome. I hope this really got you thinking today. And I hope that there are some of you that, uh, took really good notes and just say, you know what? I am going to do this. Uh, and if you need help, please let me know, send me a, a message. Uh, and then, you know, just, uh, I was really this morning, I was in a deep state of gratitude and I was really thinking about the things in my life that I'm appreciative of that I love and, uh, that I'm excited about. And I will just say this, that you all popped up. I, you know, I've heard from others before that podcast listeners are very loyal and, and you're not only loyal, uh, you all are putting in the work and I just love that about you. So thank you so much for showing up and for, for putting this into your life. I really appreciate it. I hope it serves you tremendously and gives you a ton of value. So with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper, have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.